What happened to all the places that we used to go? What happened to the music? Where did it go? Is it recording, yeah? Yeah. Sweet. <laughs> uh, right. We've we've settled on a name, creating a scene, and we're going to create a podcast about music, new music, and explore the new music scene in a town where we don't really think there's much of a scene. Well, there is, but it's a bit underground at the moment. I think there are people out there making music, but we we don't we don't see much of them. Exactly. So it's kind of like, where is the scene? That's the question. So. I'm Matt Dean, and I'm a podcast producer. Um, we're recording here at my studio, QPod, in Hollywood in Oldham. So that's what I bring to this. I'm also, yeah, I've been in bands over the years, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm 45 now, so maybe I'm just too old to know what the scene is. I'm in a covers band, a tribute band, like we do 90s um, indie. So... But I want to explore. For me, I live in Oldham and I, and I look around. There doesn't. See, I'm talking about the town centre. I'm talking about the place that should be vibrant and full of music and creativity. It doesn't seem to be anything there. You're Craig Lee. I am. Tell us a bit yeah. about yourself, Craig. I'm uh, lead singer, Craig Lee and the Humblebees. At the moment, I'm writing a bit solo, but um, getting the band going again in a couple of months and we're going to hopefully like, get onto this uh, scene that we're going to start building. Uh, when grew up Middleton, Chatterton. Went to Oldham Sixth Farm, so I know I was out there every weekend, Friday, Saturday, around Oldham. It used to be brilliant around places like Whittles, uh, etc., um, the castle, all that. But well, it seems to have sort of gone gone a bit underground, like we said, a bit bit disappeared. Obviously, the castle's gone now. That took a lot out of the town, original music-wise. There just doesn't seem to be enough. There's still things going on, bands in pubs and stuff like that, but not as much original stuff that we're sort of want to start pushing because it used to be there even up to sort of 10 15 years ago but it just seems to slowly be going and going so how old are you i'm 31 oh yeah that's what I'm, <laughs> I'm just about just just about clinging on to the dream where maybe you never know well i mean this is the thing when i was young i used to think that unless you were young you wouldn't be able to make it, but really, you just—it's different markets, isn't it? Yeah. There are, you, there's, you know, there's lots C6 of. Six Steve. He was yeah. about six, sixty it's, when he got, he made it exactly. with three guitar strings. If there's, he can do it, yeah, exactly. So it's about—it's not really about that. It's not really about age. No. As you realise, as you get older, and I think, in some ways, you can probably become better as you get older. And I think maybe sometimes people burn out too young. It depends what you want to do, doesn't it? So we're not—we're not here trying to say like you know, about like wanting to become the next big thing and, and, and Oldham's going to be at the start of it. But what we're saying is, like when I was growing up and I went to Oldham Sixth Form College as well and I was in bands and every, there was loads of bands at my when I was at college and everyone was out gigging. There was people gigging in Oldham, they were gigging in Shaw regularly and things like that. There, you know, there was a lot going on. Um, obviously, you, you said the same when, when you were at college and yeah, that. Yeah. Um, I remember getting a gig at the Castle and thinking, oh, the Libertines have played here. Yeah. Like, this is what this is my goal to get. That was one of my goals to get on at the Castle. So even just little things like that, there's just nowhere with any sort of prestige, even for bands of the past, really, uh, that you can aim for, for yeah. young, younger musicians now, to original musicians to sort of play, which I think is a shame around this area. So we need to, we need to find... what well, so. The purpose of this podcast, then, 
So we meet, we met because we have a mutual, apart from music, we have another shared passion that's all athletic. So we, we met. I don't know which one's in a worse state. Look, I mean, <laughs> I've got a podcast about Oldham Athletic and what that's done over the last few years is look into in depth what has been wrong and looking at what the potential solutions are. And we've a new owner come in, there's a new buzz around the club and there's optimism for the future. What we started talking about um, through through meeting through the football and all that kind of stuff is about obviously we, we, music and... We, it benefits us if there's a, a vibrant places to go. I mean, just some 45 doesn't mean I want to go out and watch bands and have a good time and go after the football, go to a watch gigs and stuff. And there isn't that kind of connection, is there? If you wanted to have a decent night out in after the football uh, that involved music at Oldham, you have to jump on the tram and go into Manchester, wouldn't you? Yeah, unless it's somewhere where we really don't know about. But you can go and watch a sort of cover singer in, in one of the pubs, but there's not anything... Occasionally, one of them have a live band on, but there's not really much sort of say original music about, is there? That where, where you can just watch it locally. You say you have to go into sort of Manchester or go to a place like Deaf Institute, Band on the Wall, where you can sort of find these people. And um, we just need to find out if there firstly is a demand for it and people actually do want to still watch original music. I think, I think there's been a sort of a shift into thinking that. Oh, it's it, it's a, it's like when a when a band you like plays a new song and it's sort of like, oh, can you not play something we know? And I think it's shifted heavily now because we've had so many great bands over the last 30, 40 years that where people have sort of totally shifted now to not being willing. I don't know, maybe I'm wrong, hopefully I am, that they don't want to go out on a Saturday night and listen to original music. But I think there still is a market there where people do, but you just need to find those right people. And I, I say I might be wrong, but... Hopefully, there's still a place for original music on a Saturday night. And all places sort of try push it Wednesday or Thursday night, where people are sort of not out on the piss. The, the more it, we're likely to sit and watch something. But I don't know if you can find the right bands. I think there still is that place for original music on a weekend. I mean, I'm like, again, I, I don't want to make this all about age, but what I want to find out is like where, where the young people are at. Because they must be making me. Are they making music in the bedrooms? Are they being producers? As as because being in a band's hard work, in it is a pain in the ass <laughs> in a lot of way. Equipment and, yeah. and 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 relying on other people, all that kind of stuff. So there's the and and the technology has evolved massively since I was. A, and in, I think that's bands. one of the big things. Where what should I put my time into? Going into sort of Manchester and playing to twenty thirty people who are just there to have a drink, or should I sort of try and record in my room and? get to in front of some of my reels I've had sort of 5,000, 6,000 views and I'm thinking, and that's took me th three minute, a three minute video or whatever, yeah. or even a 15 second video. What It's having that priority of what's going to get me the most. But I think there's also what's going to get you the most satisfaction. And I think there isn't that satisfaction in just getting the views, but I think a lot of young people are leaning towards, oh, I can play in front of 15,000 people here or I can go and play in front of 15, 20 people. But we, we need to sort of try and get that, back up in numbers and people that want to go. Do you think that there's a kind of, uh, this is, and this is where we're going to have to start getting people because the plan for this is we're going to have to get people on and we're going to, it's not just going to be me and you like no. talking about like, we're going to be talking to promoters. We're going to be talking to bands. We're going to be talking to venues. We're going to be talking to anyone and everyone who in and around Oldham who used to put music on, who used to put nights on, who used to be in band, whatever. And we're going to, we're going to find out what, 
the reasons why there does there isn't a look a lot of those things there's a lot of economic issues there's a lot of issues in all there's things that are going to need to be addressed before this kind of maybe before this kind of sorts itself out maybe but do you think coming back to my original point what I was going to make do you think that now because of the internet because of the success of bands like Arctic Monkeys who obviously sort of like really kicked it all off with like how to use the internet to get yourself what that that People have been making music and thinking, well, well, there's not much point going out there slogging my ass off in playing to one man and a dog when you can build your online following and then go straight into a, like a quite a big exactly. venue and a, and a big audience. Exactly that. I think what why would I want to lug all my equipment down to an hour where a lot of people might not turn up mm. and got to go through the pain of selling all the tickets when I can just do it. But you're not getting that thrill, are you? For the musician, it's, it's sort of do I want that thrill of being performing live on stage or do I want to? Record something where I could do it five, six times and get the right one and not get that immediate feedback necessarily. Mm. You're not getting that round of applause, you're not getting that buzz. Mm. Um, you're not taking that risk. Yeah, yeah. And put yourself you, out there. You learn so much from yeah, a bad, you, as more from a bad performance than you do from a good performance. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And and even things like setting your equipment up, you you can play with your equipment set up at home seven days a week. If you go in taking it out somewhere, the difference in sound and the difference in what equipment you might use uh, and you're pushing yourself all the time to get this right mm. i think this is one of the interesting things about like how how things change how society changes and how technology affects that and how we how towns and cities change because they do they change all the time they never ever ever stay the same not for one single day they're always changing there's always a new business opening there's always a new business closing there's always something being knocked down something being built it's, it, it never ends this sort of cycle and you know manchester from when i used to go into manchester buying records when i was like 12 13 14 on a saturday morning like the old piccadilly gardens and where manchester used to be sort of coming out of a sort of like a, a period of, you know, heavy Tory governments and like strikes and this and all that kind of very, very like run down, dirty, tired city. But because of that, a culture mm-hmm. of music, of dance music, of bands, you know, like there was a, a scene grew out of this need for like escapism. Um, and it's almost like now we've got this technology the need for the escapism happens within the technology rather than in in the in the social setting. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it does. I mean, I know to a band Lathams who are doing quite well. They they are quite big in Wigan. They built up, so it is possibly in those sort of sounds like Golden Wigan. Yeah, uh, has a scene where they've grown through. Uh, and another lad called Alex Spencer who went about it uh, by busking in Manchester, but. He was great, and he did, and he did that. But he sort of entwined that together with the social media because he he filmed it all and and got it all online, so it looked great as well. So it was sort of that was a quite a nice in between of how he did it. Yeah, uh, and then he's just been signed uh, a couple of weeks ago, so he's doing really well as well. So there is music coming through, and there is new music coming through. It's just it's not sort of as in your face as it used to be. It's not that buzz where I want to go and watch them at this place. It's it's a bit. I don't know how to exp- quite explain how it sort of is built up on social media for that gig to happen. It's not built up anywhere mm. else, if that makes sense. Mm. I think it's just, I think it's interesting to look at how things change. Um, I mean, look, there's not one person of a generation who doesn't 
say music was better in my day. <laughs> yeah, was, everybody says it. I was listening to a podcast today actually about uh, music and how it would have been, how I could have made it fifty years ago. It's not. I'm not cut out for this. And they sort of said the amount of money you would have to have, or amount of trust that a label would have to have for you to get into a studio, would make it pretty much impossible. There's only very few people who ever actually got to go in and yeah. record. Now there's so much music out there that I we could literally record a song right now on on these microphones and a tambourine yeah. and stick it on Spotify and it'd be released. Yeah. Uh, and there's that much. And whether that is putting people off going on, like oh he's not too good. There's people who do it as hobby. There's people who put quite a lot of money into it, like myself, who and believe in it and think. And and the amount of people that come to me, oh you got great songs and stuff. But I'm still sort of stuck at that level when I want to be pushing to have really a good following and and there's not many people who don't like my songs which is the most frustrating thing everyone tells me how brilliant my songs are mm. but i'm still not sort of selling out even 100 people and it's just bridging that gap where where does that gap get bridged is that because not no not is that because but do you think that if you if you were part of us if, if there was more of a scene or if your music was more, I mean, maybe you've got a sort of fairly unique sound as well, uh, which because that's the other thing, isn't it? Like scenes tend to happen, and then bands that are kind of a certain similar kind of vibe like go together, mm-hmm. and then you know, fans of one band go watch. You know, you do gigs on the same bill and all that kind of thing. And there's gigs happening regularly in certain venues, and then it builds up that kind of following and stuff like that. So if that's not happening, it doesn't help, does it? It doesn't help you. And no, exactly. In- if if you had three bands. Um... Say, say whatever the Lars Oasis and Blur played on one cat on one bill, and they both then all three of them took hundred fans. I'm pretty sure the other two bands would probably have two hundred new fans, or at least yeah. close to that, because that's what it brings. You bring you hundred people. I've done gigs before where I've sold all the tickets to all my sort of family, friends, and and people who've supported me. And and you just play into the people that already know that you're good, <laughs> if that yeah, makes sense. Yeah. You're not play, you're not really you pick up a couple of new fans who've paid on the door, but you're not you're not building that. Whereas if 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 you sort of are friends with another band and they bring sort of fifty people, you bring fifty people, it's gonna probably be that crossover if you're quite similar in stars in like, oh, these are good and start following these. And then also but for them as well, where my my family or friends and think oh these are good and that's how it starts building and when once you've got that scene going and and you've got those sort of bills where you can put sort of different varieties of music different genres of music on if original you'll you'll start attaching a card as well so in oldham what you need what we need you need a venue that's doing it don't you first of all that's the first because there's been a lot of like over things have changed i think gorilla gigs and gigs in living rooms and all that kind of stuff and you know then oh but you there has to be a venue that that, mm-hmm. that promotes live music and puts it on. Um, there's there's venues that do that in Oldham. Uh, the main one is Whittles it's at Tokyo's. That's all covers now, and it's all tribute acts and covers and that. And that is that seems to be what people what what people want to go and see. Sometimes it's Catch Twenty Two. You put you put on what people want to see. Once you say that, this is what people want to see. Then. People just go to what's on, don't they? But there is a demand for it. Um, but again, this is something I'm interested in looking into. In like, what are the ages of people that go out to watch live music? 
um, in Oldham. Are they older? And that's why I like tribute bands are like for people who like stop listening to new music and stop finding new music. Because I think that's what happens as people get older. They sort of get lazy and they listen to, you know, people that aren't like mad into music listen to just the same stuff, don't yeah, they? they? listen and, to the stuff that remind, reminds them of the, the yeah. good times, don't they? Yeah, and it kind of stops, doesn't it? And yeah. you know, but I mean, if you're in Manchester, it's great because there's loads of stuff you can go and see. But it's so tempting to just say, well, we're so close to Manchester. It don't matter. Let's just go to Manchester. But it really, it's a big, there's a big difference if you live in, you know, Leeds or somewhere the other side of Oldham. Um, and to doing, doing a gig in Oldham where all the people from or the surrounding areas of Oldham are coming to watch you. You know, you've got a catchment area of like quarter of a million people. It's a big difference, isn't it, to do it there than it is to go into Manchester. It's a lot less effort. Yeah, it's less effort, effort not just for yourself, but for everyone to get people to come and watch you as well. Say, yeah. like your family, that it's going to be your family and friends at the first. Yeah. Uh, who, unless you've built up a good online following, yeah. that are going to come and support you, and they want, they don't want to be trapped. Oh, look, oh, we'll come, we'll come, we'll come. And when it gets to the night, oh, sorry, can't, can't make it. That's yeah, usually yeah. if it's further away, it is a more chance that's yeah, going to happen. Like, oh, I can't be asked. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the conversations people are having at all, oh, it's, it's crazy kick tonight. Where is it? <laughs> Oh, next door huh? I'm not bothering with that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but these are the things and that's why you know just having a just having a a regular a regular slot at somewhere local where you can yeah, go that... in and play people get to know your songs people get to know you there's there's a crowd in there that go there because they know there's going to be music on and they're not that bothered what it is they just kind of want to see what it is and um, I've been sort of recently feeding my music in with my pub covers sets and not telling people until afterwards that yeah. it was a an original and they're usually quite surprised because they're usually weirdly singing along and sort of dancing and it, it's a great feeling but I think if I would tell them that it was a song I'd written before I sang it yeah that they would go to the toilet or the bar yeah 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 oh I don't know this one yeah yeah that's... yeah it's, there's a and you know what this is the other, like there's a weird psychology behind all this as well isn't there yeah there definitely. is a psychology behind it Definitely. Yeah, that's what people, even with, like I mentioned before, with a well-known band, if they say, right, this is a new one, you won't have heard it. Yeah. You you watch the next time you go to a gig and someone says that, I'm not people that'll go go and get a drink or go to the bar, it's crazy. Yeah, I know, yeah. And it could be the best song they've ever written. Yeah, yeah. But that's the thing, people have people approach music differently, people have different takes on it and stuff, but, you know, the kind of conversations that we've had about, about Oldham is... Any town, anywhere that's worth going out in, and and it has to have a vibrant creative arts and music scene. It has to have that has you know has to be a contribution from the local community in making that happen. And you know, Oldham just doesn't. It's just not got. It's what what it's got is very sort of run of the mill, sort of like nightclub bar. You know, there's nowhere with that that that's a bit different. That that. Like we mentioned, the, you mentioned the castle before. That was the that was the players, the indie disco, the live bands. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't even have to just be indie. It can, you know, I'm talking about like you can have anything, whatever jazz, type anything, of music. Yeah, whatever type of music it is that people that, that is new and interesting and and I think and, it does need to branch out into more things like jazz and and random music that people don't necessarily see everywhere else. Reggae, whatever, absolutely, any, any, wherever it go. Oh, there's there's big reggae oh i'd love to go and watch something a bit different and yeah we've touched on this before but i think repurposing some buildings that not necessarily are built for music but 
So I've been to a lot of stuff recently in churches, uh, and churches were built for performance, just not really yeah. musical performance other than the organ. Uh, and, and the acoustics, I've been to comedy, been to music, um, and they're brilliant at the churches, and the churches are crying out for new sort of things to go into. Yeah. And new a new ventures. religion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and and it and it's brilliant and it's something like that and even in the local area where it intrigues people to go and go oh we'll go and check that out because it's a bit different yeah. that could work the venue doesn't necessarily have to be a a pub or a bar and you can still get a bar in there because I've been to yeah. a couple now and they've all got bars they love it yeah <laughs> well, so, that's it yeah but it's about the, it's about having the creativity within the town of someone to say right. First of all, I mean, I think this is kind of like what this podcast is a bit. It's like market research, isn't it? We yeah, want to we, find out, don't we? What we the... need to know if people do want something like that. Yeah. They want to go and watch original music in the local area. Because yeah. if, if they don't, I mean, this won't be a waste of time because at least we'll know. And at least I'll know <laughs> yeah. not to bother yeah. focusing my uh, Facebook yeah. ad around this area. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you need to know whether people do. And I think they do. I think they do. I think there's I think there's a culture in Oldham of waiting for someone to do it. Yeah. And like if there's a demand, then we'll we'll get a place. Like that's why this we call this creating a scene, because if we have to, <laughs> we will. If there's a demand for it and there's a then there's venues available and and, and, and there are, let, let's do it. Let's get it going. Let's get live music um happening in Oldham. Diverse live music. Oldham's a very diverse town. It's got a lot of people from a lot of different ethnic backgrounds. Like, I'd love to see that be reflected in entertainment and music and art and and, and start throwing some stuff together that actually, because the best things come from things coming together, clashing together. You know, you got punk and reggae, you get scarred, you know what I mean? Like, you get like these different combinations of things, create new things and so it frustrates me in Oldham that you've got such divided communities when if we could just figure out how to sort of, and particularly with younger people, and I'd like that, and this is the other thing, I'd like to find out where that's happening because it must be happening somewhere in the town. There must yeah. be people from different backgrounds and diff, different cultures, different tastes, um, doing things that are original and interesting. And it's just a case of like, where do we need to scratch the surface mm -hmm. to find it? Mm -hmm. And that's kind of what this this project is about, isn't it? Yeah, it'd be nice to speak to some acts as well and some some bands and that and just see if they, they something they're interested in, whether they would rather be gigging in Manchester or whether they would rather... We've mentioned about taking sort of fans. Is it cool to gig around here? I don't know anymore. It's not at the moment, I don't think, as cool as it was anyway. Jackson's Pit. I walked past yeah. there the other day. Looked at that building, really old building. Yeah, I've gigged many times. I know, but like been to stand-up shows in there, been to gigs in there, I've gigged in there myself. Great little underground bar, basement bar, you know, just sitting there doing nothing and, like, it's just killing me. It's killing me because I'm, I'm, you know, for the, obviously, people who don't know me, like, I'm I'm back in, in Oldham for the first time in a long, long time. I was in Dublin for 10 years and I moved back in the summer of 21. Prior to that, I spent a lot of time living in Manchester, in South Manchester. So I'm back in Oldham now, different person. But it, the potential of Oldham is massive because of where we are, because on the hill, like the views from Oldham are like fantastic. You can see Wales, you can see the Snowdon, Mount Snowdonia mountain range. You can see the Cheshire Plains, you can see Jodrell Bank. 
you can see Runcorn and all that. We can see for miles. You've got the Pennines, you've got Manchester, which is obviously booming. And yet Oldham is like really struggling. Mm. Um, and there's a lot of other towns. You mentioned Wigan before, but there's lots of other towns that are around Manchester and in Greater Manchester that seem to be getting it and picking on and moving on quicker than Oldham is. And, and it's just it's frustrating. And I don't think it's it's going to stay like that, but I'm 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 keen to to try and find out who's who else is keen to sort of like try and help help push yeah. Oldham along and get it moving again because we know what the mentality is like at Oldham. It's it can be hard work kind of sort of trying mm. to get people to they're a bit kind of down on themselves. Mm. This this town has kind of just slumped on it. It's in a kind of state yeah. of in a lot of ways, yeah. Yeah, and it needs a it needs a lift. And you know, music can do it. Football and music are two things that if you get that momentum going, can really contribute to to the feel good factor of a of a town. Yeah. Get one really good band from Oldham. And they they can really go hand in hand as well, where they sort of the songs are played at the match and it gets people going and, and, and sort of get involved. I'd love to get involved more at Latics and get get some sort of we mentioned gigging before the the games and stuff in the fan bar and there is opportunities like that if the club let us do it which I'm sure they will they will totally yeah, uh, yeah. and get the music on it and get people that's another great way get my songs I've been played a couple of times there not not just necessarily me but get lots some local bands on why are we playing sort of songs from sort of twenty thirty years ago get get local as well give them something to aspire to give them something to brag about and when mine was played I went and recorded it all shared it all on social media and it's I think it's good for the club that's what Dave Sweetmore did a lot of Rochdale yeah and he, he and FA Cup games and stuff when you're on telly and you hear your song on on telly it, it, there's no better feeling that's what you did that's what you sort of write for yeah uh, and that's not being done at Latics enough they're playing sort of just Oasis and there's a standard stuff you don't need you don't care whether they're on there or not yeah why, why can't we play some get get somebody sifting through some original music yeah get it on at the PA system and give people something to be proud of. But see, it needs somebody who who wants that to do that to go to the club and say, "This is what I want to do. Let me do this." Mm-hmm. You know, it needs somebody to do that. And this is all these things. This is like all the things that we want to happen and that we're interested in. Somebody needs to do it, yeah, and that's the thing. So we've got to find if we can find those people. If we can mm-hmm. find somebody who's like that, about mm-hmm. passionate about, we introduce them to the football club. If we can, through what we're planning on doing with this, if we can. Yeah. Start pulling these things together and using the connections that we've got at the football club and the you know the this is all just about it's all about community and a scene is just a community in it of people that with, are with something like page. that idea that I just randomly made up. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think there's any loser. I think everyone's the winner there. The club are getting yeah. local acts that they can show off and and even I know they're having a band on for that charity thing at the end of the of the year uh, the Cortina's thing I don't know yeah. where they're going to go do you have any idea where they're no going to put no, I, don't I think know. they're at somewhere around the sort of main stand in the, maybe in that gap I've heard but so there's opportunity to play put bands on why can't we do that it might not be feasible but it must be if they're playing the game no why can't a band not be on before the game or maybe not after because it's always a bit downbeat in it yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> why, why can't we can't, they do it at the cricket they do it at other football grounds they do it at Rugby. You have a band on play three songs, play yeah. play two originals and a cover. Do, do they do that? But... Do they do that through the the in-house PA system, or do they? 
because probably I'll, the PA system all of me shit. Yeah, it is. that's an issue. <laughs> so you couldn't do that. So like, there's but that. The co- but you the co- can, what are the that Cortina's tribute band going to use it? Their own PA. Well, they'll you have they'll have to be a, bit, they'll, a they'll have to hire a, a, a gig, a, you know, an outside gig quality mm. PA. It's going to have to be a big rig in it. But like, yeah, you know, the, 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 I have seen people singing on on through the PA. It's not the best, is it? No, no. Is I it mean, not time to invest in anyone? Some... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I have no idea who's ever been subbed on it. No, I know exactly. So it's just so there's you know there are the there are like practical issues like that, but but it's an idea for the future. If yeah, exactly. something different. Yeah, it's yeah, something that gets a bit more energy into the club yeah. as well. And yeah. and I think fans will be more than happy to do it. Mm. Football and music go hand in hand. Yeah, exactly. People look. Pe- you know, I mean, this this is this was almost like it wasn't the genius of Oasis because it wasn't really. A thing, but because they were like normal working class lads who you know were city fans, and but and the songs were so anthemic, mm. the Oasis hit a hit a chord uh, <laughs> uh, with football fans like yeah. no other band really, like ever have. Yeah, it yeah. was just kind of it was almost like the the the, the two things it we just became like this perfect. Thing like a football fan and Oasis, it was just like I don't know. They just yeah, and, and even the Oasis gigs it, it, it were happens. like football. They it's were like a football. A bit since like we, uh, Jerry Cinnamon, I think he's mm. Rangers mm. Uh, with uh, what's he called up for Newcastle? The, the lad, what his name? Sam Fender, Sam Fender Newcastle. They're all fans. Are all behind him? Uh, there's there's quite a lot of Jamie Webster now with Liverpool. The fans will jump on with a local act who yeah, they yeah. like, who, who the music fits the, the mood of the games, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah, So I'd have to probably write a bit more depressing <laughs> stuff. <laughs> yeah. I think you have to go down a more slightly Geordie Vision kind of route, <laughs> yeah. won't you, really? But, um, but yeah, I don't know. I think, I, think, I think that's the thing. I think it's this kind of like local pride, a sense of our own. Mm. We're, very tri- we're very tribal as people. We really are. And that's why I think like we love to have something that's – ours that's local that comes from where we come from and mm-hmm. i think like you know back in the 90s early 90s when oldham got to wembley and we had those great couple of seasons in that in spiral carpets were like in the charts and you know we had a band from oldham that were doing really well a part of that manchester scene and the, our football club was on match of the day and like oh mm-hmm. and it was great it was our thing and it you know it lasted for a couple of years where oldham was like in the news and it was mm. and it was really good you felt really proud to be from Oldham all of a sudden whereas you hadn't had that sort of feeling before and we we are incredibly tribal we we you know you can see the rivalry between like you know your nearest places we're all this people in Oldham and Rochdale aren't any, any different from each no. other but probably you know, all work together yeah it's like two minutes down the road mm-hmm. but the rivalry we, we love that sort of like this is ours that's yours yeah. And it's just something, and football brings that out in 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 some ways, which on the whole now are, are pretty good natured. But music does it as well. It's you, you know you love a band that's from your yeah. your area, your people, and you love to see them go off and do well, and then you love it when they come back yeah. and play in your in your town. It's great, and yeah, I'd I'd love to I'd love to help facilitate that again in some way. And sort of again, we make questions about like what 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 are the needs? What 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 needs aren't being met for you know? Is it rehearsal spaces? Like where 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 do where do people go to rehearse? And what kind of spaces are there available in Oldham at the minute? Shawfire Studios is the main one. 
for rehearsals. That's yeah. where most people and they they put on some great gigs. They they are doing original music, uh, but I don't think I don't think you buy me saying this. I'd, I think you like to do more. I'd like I think you like to put more on. I think it hasn't. I don't know whether people don't really know where it is properly because even when have you ever been to your five studio? Yeah, I've rehearsed myself. Yeah, Chris is a great guy, and but it's in sort of a. What would you describe it? A sort of warehouse. It's you don't even know. It's industrial, industrial estate. estate. Yeah. But most rehearsal spaces in that are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but the fact but that he wants to do the live stuff as yeah, well. Yeah, and, and the live venues. There's brilliant. no passing train, is there? hundred people. The beer's not too expensive. Yeah. And But where it is, when you're there and you're outside, you're still not too sure you're there. That's, yeah. the, that's the difference. Yeah. But there's not really that sort of hundred people venue i don't know where you would put something like that in all them anyway so whether it, it's awareness and we can do something with work with him and put a night on there and get local bands to there but it's not quite in the center is that an answer maybe um but i think chris would be on board with that as well chris is but, someone we'll have to talk to yeah chris it? definitely going to be someone who we're talking yeah, yeah, to yeah, yeah. i've already spoken to him he's up for it yeah yeah um and i think dave sweetmore would be another great one because He's doing this, as I mentioned before, in Wigan. Uh, and he's doing, he's done brilliant things in Wigan for years with original music. And there's no reason why we can't do something like that here. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're, there's so many possibilities and so many things that we can do with this. It's going to be really interesting. Yeah. I'm more excited now than at the start of the podcast. <laughs> exactly. But again, it's just, it's just doing. It's doing, doing, doing. Yeah, it's, and it is. That's one thing musicians struggle with. It's just go, oh, put it off. Yeah. Do it next week. Especially if you've been paid all right in, in the past for cover stuff. It's always hard to go out and put yourself out there sometimes. Maybe not for free, but for much less money than what you were getting for your cover stuff. And it is hard, and it's more of a slog. And it's not – you can turn up and do a cover gig in th- three, four hours, get paid a load of money and go home, whereas original, it never stops, Matt. My wife told me off the other day because I was sort of muttering in my, I mutter with my lips when I'm thinking or writing. I'll just write a song. She'll be having a go at me or something. I'll write a song about just muttering it. And she goes, what are you muttering? Like, Stop doing it. It's weird. I was like, you're just not a creative person. So uh, it, I don't think you can ever switch off. As, you'll know more, probably more than me that you create creative mind. People don't understand. People just don't think that you, you don't do anything and you just, you never stop doing stuff. It's almost, I'm never bored, ever bored. But it's, it's managing your mind to the point where you can actually get stuff done because you've got like so much stuff in it. I'm thinking about, I want to do that. Then I want to do that. Then I want to do that. So it's like, I've never been diagnosed with like ADHD or anything like that, but like, I'm definitely like neurodivergent. Mm. I'm not like neurotypical. Mm. My brain doesn't f- stop with this kind of stuff all the time. I want to do this one. And yeah. it could go down that road, down that road. I think down you're quite road. good at being active about it though. I'm probably not as good as you at, yeah, just going back, but that's probably. I'm why. pretty good at being like hyper focused on stuff. I'll yeah. just kind of like get stuck into it, you know, like, and yeah, but it's finding. You know what? It's about finding the right people. It's about finding people that you buzz off, that you want to work with, that you want to spend time with. You want to say, right, can, can we do this? Yeah, you inspire. What you're doing inspires me, and hopefully, vice versa. And that kind of thing, where you get that, that's what where things start to happen. And like people that, you know, you say, shall we do this? And someone says, yeah, okay, well, turn up here. And they do. And they're on time and things like that. And like, can you do that? Yeah, can you do that? And people who do stuff, and then you get this momentum going. There's nothing more frustrating. And that's why bands are 
hard work where you people's oh yeah 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 and then they're just flaky and that's so frustrating so it's about like um finding the people in the town who are the doers and who are frustrated and who want to things see things change and want to because they're like, I don't want to, I want to be able to jump. I can walk into Oldham, me, or I can walk. The amount of times I've walked home from Oldham Town Centre, like when I was younger, like pissed up, like over the over Chamber Road and stuff. But like, you know, because you couldn't get a taxi. I'm sure you can get a taxi easy enough now, but you couldn't back in back in the day. But like, you know, you don't want to go all the way into Manchester Town. You know, you just want to, sometimes you just want to go out and it's five, five quid in a cab or, you know, 15 minute walk. And, and you're likely like to that. bump into people who, you, you know, yeah, That's always exactly. Nice as well. yeah. I went out uh, in writing like a couple of weeks ago when that happened. I was supposed to be in at nine and I got in at 1 a.m. just to be bumping into people that are I knew <laughs> and not exactly. seen for a while. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and you, you don't really get that as much in, in Central Manchester because no, there's that many don't. places to go as well. Exactly. So it's nice to have that sort of yeah. on the side as yeah, well. Yeah. yeah. So before we wrap up, our objective is to speak to as many people in Oldham who are involved in music, who in whatever capacity, and, and that can just be somebody, people who want to listen to it, people who want to perform it, people who are writing, people who are in, doing the stuff in the bedroom, people who are, you know, promoters, like we said, venue owners, all these kind of things, people that are involved in maybe in um, the council as well and like music in the council and the arts and all that. We're inside to everybody. And we want to see what, why there isn't a, thriving music scene in Oldham and if there's a demand for it and then what, we, what we're what we going to do about and I, it. I know these great acts out there. I'm one of them. <laughs> <laughs> these bands like Mercy Kelly, uh, Maryland, these bands that are local from mm-hmm. Oldham mm-hmm. who are fantastic and, and, and yet we haven't got that big sort of crowd behind us locally yet. And, and if we can put something together where we can get a few hundred people in a venue, mm-hmm. that's going to be a massive thing i think and that just proves that it is possible and i don't think it's impossible that because we've all got quite big followings it's definitely Um, it's definitely it's definitely possible and you know at some point through this through this podcast journey we'll put an eye on we'll put something on we'll get a venue we'll do it and we'll we'll bring it all together um and 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 this is what i'm hoping that why this will be interesting to listen to because hopefully there'll be some kind of progression and people can get involved in it, and people can. Yeah, and we want. We just need to know that people want it. Yeah. Are, will, are people willing to go and spend the tenner to go and watch original music on a yeah. Friday or Saturday night? That's what it boils down yeah. to. Are they happy to go and buy a ticket or yeah. go and just pay to watch some new bands who you might not have seen before? You might not know some of the music. Would you consciously go out and try and listen to it before deciding? That'd be great as well, because even yeah. if you don't want to come, you've got the stream. So you're still supporting us in a way yeah. by doing that. Go and listen, make a bit of an effort to just go and because the amount of difference it makes if you go and listen and then you sort of add it to one of your playlists if you like it is is fantastic for us because that means that you just keep listening to it and that boosts algorithms and then everything sort of takes off from there. Just people don't know that unless you're into the they don't think, oh, they'll stream it once, they've helped mm. him. But if you like it, listen. if you listen to it again and again and again, that's, that's the main thing. If, if, if sort of 200 people do that, the algorithm's going to be flying. Yeah. Well, maybe a few more. <laughs> 500. But this is it. But, but you do things that are that – anything that you can do to help get yourself out there, like by doing this podcast, it's another thing yeah. that you're like, 
let's give it a go. Let's see what we can do with this. What's going to happen? What's what the the best outcomes uh, could be amazing. The worst outcomes, what? Like no one really listens hours. to it, and we, yeah. we 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 spend a few hours talking to each other. Well, again, yeah. not the end of the world, is it? So and we've still come out with just some good ideas, just yeah. through yeah. through this going speaking to Lothics and hopefully getting some yeah. local bands on. Yeah. Um, not just for myself, but say we've got great music in the area. It's just that it's not being pushed in your face enough in the in the, in this town yeah. centre, which is what we're trying to sort of. I think get. every everywhere need. I was going to say every town needs a thriving town centre, but every it does. It needs a, a, a this the centre of town is supposed to be where it's the easiest place for everyone to get to, and it's where people go to and gather. They go there to eat, they go to drink, they go to mm. mingle, they go to listen to music, to watch films. So like, there's a supposed to be a thriving. Yeah, lots but we of have reasons got to go people, there. We, like people like Seb Lowe, who's massive at the moment. He, he's always playing in Manchester, and bit takes a big crowd. He could, he's from Saddleworth, so he could easily do something in the. He'd, he'd, I'm sure he'd love to. So there are people around who have got good followings, who have got a bit of a name locally, who, who I'm sure would be more than up for it. It's just say, have we got that demand? Do people want to come? I think as well that the the the, the design of a of a town centre is important, isn't it? Like you know, all those things coming together so that there's a a hustle and a bustle and a, and and not everything's like well, you have to go to that part of town for that and that you know. The, so that that kind of stuff affects it as well. Mm. So I think like you know, talking to the council, um, the regeneration people, the the planning people, finding out like what the plans are and you know how we can sort of like maybe utilize that and take advantage of that. All that kind of stuff. I just think that. Talk, talking conversations are really important because then we can start to find out what's going on. No one wants to sit through a council meeting, but they might sit through this podcast for an hour or <laughs> half an hour and like learn something and then be able to go away with yeah. something. Do you know? So like, I think that's that's the kind of like looking at like how we can access information and use information and communicate information, the right information to the right audience is is really important because like. The way that councils do consultations and the standing, you know, it's, it, most of us don't even it. notice it. Yeah, you know, but it's relevant to us for for lots and lots of different reasons, and we need a town centre that's that's buzzing. Yeah, and it in no. <laughs> <laughs> right, Craig, should we leave yeah. it there? Yeah, yeah. Feel free to contact me at, at humblebees fifty nine on most uh, platforms if you've got any questions or anything you want to ask or. Oh, you want to book? Oh, you want to book you for a Booking, gig? Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, get in touch if you've got any sort of opinions on what we spoke about. I'd love to hear. Absolutely. And uh, give QPOD, uh, K-U-P-O-D, yeah. a follow. Uh, it's QPOD UK across all social media and it's uh, QPOD.co.uk on the website. If you're interested in making a podcast, then come. It's, isn't this a lovely, comfortable studio to make it's a podcast? Right yeah, it's cool. It's all right, isn't it? Like plant. Yeah, I've got What's got, this. That's aloe vera, that. Does it work? Does it work? Yeah, can you stick it off? <laughs> well, I'd rather you didn't eat my plant. You know, I'm not eating it. I'm rubbing it on my arm. Oh, well, I'd rather you didn't do that either. I'm trying to grow it, you know. The plants are <laughs> doing all right. looks good. Yeah, no, that, I'm, I'm worried about that one becoming a bit too... Uh, <laughs> I might have to get some kind of... I'll be able to eat your dinner soon. <laughs> a plant scaffolding or something to keep it up. Yeah. But yeah, but yeah, it's all, you know, it's nice and comfortable, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's cool, nice. yeah great. It's nice. So. Okay, yeah, I'll have a can of Guinness for me next time. Yeah, I only had one left. I did offer you half. Take a man's half again, it's gonna no, no. Well, you could have done, I would have been all right with it, it would have been fine <laughs> anyway. So, well, I've got some olives, no, no wonder. I don't like olives. No, have you offered them out to a lot of people? 
uh, the only people who visit. And has anyone ever taken one? No. <laughs> right. Nice one, Craig. Nice one, mate. See you Thank next you. week. Yep. See you next week. What happened to the music? Where did it go? What happened to a beautiful thing called rock and roll? What happened to all the places that we used to go? What happened to the music? Where did it go? Creating a Scene is presented by Matt Dean and Craig Lee at QPod Studio in Oldham. For more info, visit QPod, that's K-U-P-O-D Follow the show at Creating a Scene Pod on TikTok and Instagram and message us directly if you'd like to get involved. The theme tune was written and performed by Matt Dean. <laughs>